He's going to do something. I'm going to do something. Well, do something, crap. Josh. Shut up. Welcome to Crap Your Guest. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, guys. What's happening? Hey, Chris is here, believe it or not. What up? I'm back. Again. Well, it's Joe. Yeah, usually still here. Happy birthday, Floor. Something like that, right? No. no? Is that what it is? You're so bad at this game. You're Happy terrible. birthday to the ground. That was also last episode. You weren't here for that. Yeah. Hey, Josh, we got we have some special guests tonight. Yeah, we do. Josh, uh, introduce our guests. Shout out to uh, Chris and Tara uh, from Birdsong. Like, you've probably heard us talk about them over the years. Yeah. Um, they Roots were beers here. Uh, yeah, they're gracious back enough the to have us. Uh, this is their closed day. So, honestly, this is probably the time they're used to probably just, like, Being chilling out. Not being hanging, here, hang, yeah, yeah, not, not having microphones in front of and, them, and uh, they they were they were gracious enough to open their doors for us uh, to have us, and uh, so thank you. Yeah. Um, Thanks for having us. Yeah, we have been uh, uh, big fans of yours for a long time. We have worked with you guys in the past, um, but you know uh, a lot's changed. And I know this is kind of out of order, but yeah, I'm gonna no, go ahead no, and jump no, into fine. it. Um, we, I, I know we did a lot of stuff with you guys, like back at the old site, and. Like, I think back, like, some of my fondest, like, early Charlotte Bear memories, I was a new transplant here, but some of my fondest memories were in that building. You know, it was this small, tight little space, and I get my little bowl of peanuts, and, you know, I have my higher ground, and, like, the world made sense. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and you guys started growing, and you were doing really well, and Jalapeno Paleo was taken off, and you kind of grew into this other space, and we all kind of did this thing where it was like, hey, let, let's make sure we do something again, but, like, right now is not a good time because it's busy, and then... Uh, I did a really bad job of following up, and 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 you guys have been really busy and explosive and growth, and it's just like it's been so neat to kind of sit on the sidelines and watch you guys do well, and not just well, like do amazing. Um, what would you say that it's been like for you in the last? I mean, it's been what four years? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, I, you know, since you know what tribute, me want cookies and Marky Mark and the Brunchy Stout. You know, like Mark and Brunchy Brunch. Got to get it right, brunch. man. My bad, my bad. Yes, got to get it right. I've got the gotta sticker right. on my fridge. Yeah, the yeah. Brunchy Brunch Stout. Um, like, like I hate to do the, like what you've been up to, but like you know, you guys have gone through a lot of growth and a lot of change. I mean, what are some of the crazy things you guys have done in the last couple of years? Um, so, you know, when we decided to build out this facility, you know, there was a lot of conversation of like. Hey, like we're still birdsong. Like we're still gonna do all the stuff that we've done that's been really fun. And so, you know, I guess it seems like we've grown really fast, but we're still kind of trying to like keep it to our pace so that we're happy with it. Um, but I don't know. We've done. It's it's hard to. It's hard to put. I mean, four years like a lot has happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, I mean, so something simple, but to me is absolutely amazing is all the solar panels you guys. That's where I was going. Solar. Yeah. You are the first brewery that I've seen in the Charlotte area that's yep. like gone full in, all in to say, hey, we're going to put solar panels on our entire roof. You've got the uh, iPad over here, the tablet yeah. showing yeah. kind of your solar usage and things like that. So, I mean, how'd that come about? And are you pleased with the results so far? Yeah, no, it's been really cool. I mean, the it's, uh, it's really interesting because we have always wanted to do as much as we can from a sustainability perspective. But when we were really, you know, we're still a very small company. Don't get, don't, don't get confused. But when we were a little teensy tiny company, you know, like recycling cardboard was like, we're like, yes. All right. We successfully recycled all the cardboard we use today. So like when we got to a point where just kind of by how the year went. So we tend to kind of plan our year early, like January, February, but then we ended up having like a really great spring. And so we kind of had this 
rare opportunity to do like a, a little bit something fun and we've just had solar panels on the mine since we moved here and we're like wow we have this huge roof and like we actually own this roof and we can put anything we want up there like we should, maybe we should put something useful up there <laughs> and so but solar panels worked and we were able to find a great installer and you know um work with duke duke simultaneously like like back burner the project and then gave us money for the project so it's really funny Nice. Are you selling, Are you making enough energy to sell back to Duke at this point? Uh, very briefly, in the middle of the day. If it's yeah. really sunny between like 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., like we actually net meter back. And that's not all, right? So I mean, you're doing solar energy, but I know you're also uh, water conscious as well, right? Yeah, totally. We um, we in two, in 2014 at the old facility, we set the benchmark for water efficiencies, water efficient use for small breweries, and we kind of took that as like a, hey, wow, we're really good at this one sustainability metric like let's see if we can figure out how to keep doing that so now we've partnered with charlotte water and we do a bunch of things to side stream so that we're not you know using wastewater when we don't have to i think we're gonna be at uh for october we're at 3.3 um gallons of water for every gallon of beer we produce that's fantastic i mean industry <clears throat> average is what eight eight Wow, that's a that's a good stat. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it is neat to see you guys growing in that way, and and not just like environmentally conscious, but like local community focus as well. I know you guys do a like you have a big uh, event at least once a year, right, for uh, cleaning up the river. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yep. a really neat. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? A really neat little experience you guys do. Yeah, we get to so we do two things. We partner with the Catawba River Keeper, and we do um, a fundraiser. We actually. Now we pretty much have almost every brewery in town is part of it. So when we started, it was just us and Old Mech did it. Um, and there may be one or two. So there may be like four of us, but there were a handful of us. And now we've got like 20 plus breweries that participate in this fundraiser for the Catawba Riverkeeper, which is really neat because they do really cool work. If you're not familiar with them, check them out, catawbariverkeeper.org, pretty sure. And they basically help keep pollution from going into the river. Um, as part of that, kind of, or it meshes well with that, we do a twice a year creek cleanup, and we clean up from the Belmont community all the way up to Cordelia Park, and we just invite a bunch of people out. That's huge. What's the because people throw all kinds of amazing shit into a creek. Oh yeah. What's the yeah. weirdest thing you've ever pulled out of the creek back there? I, I mean, I've I've heard about people get, finding like bird scooters in the creeks and lime bikes yeah, and stuff like lime that. Lime bikes, yeah, for sure. Um, we found a purple toilet with a baby doll in it. That all was, right. Uh, that's, that was really unusual. That's a little disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What, in what condition was the baby doll? <laughs> Wells is most concerned about the baby doll. <laughs> well, I mean... Do you still have it, or is it on eBay? <laughs> he would like to know. Was it in the tank? Was it in the bowl? Oh, was it was it... in the bowl. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So somebody tried to flush a baby in their purple toilet. It didn't work, and they threw it in the creek. Sure. These are things that normally happen in, in a regular average day. I don't know. That was an unusual one. I mean, we find all sorts of strange stuff, but that one was good. Yeah. Shopping carts, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. How have you guys found, uh, now that you're in the new facility and it's a little bigger and you've got a little more elbow room, how have you found that has helped you in your growth? And, and again, I, I didn't mean to insinuate that you were suddenly uh, blowing out at the seams or something like that. <laughs> you guys have had a lot of really good organic growth, I would say. Do you feel like, that? obviously I would think that this, this new tap room and the, the new brew house has allowed you to do that, mm-hmm. but, you know, are there, are there pros and cons? Do you look at it now and wish you had gone back? 
and done it earlier or was it too much too soon or give me all of your trade secrets. <laughs> I'm um, not starting a brewery, I promise. I, yeah, no. no. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> no, it's a great question. Um, yeah, well, Wells has heard my speech on starting a brewery. Um, <laughs> the uh, what, Don't do it? Don't was do, that it. Yeah, don't <laughs> do it. Oh, no, we learned that lesson a long time ago. Everything's heavy. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, where am I going? Okay. Yeah. So there's like a little bit of both, right? So, you know, I think if you look at what Susie and Todd did with Noda, like they went in and they said, Hey, this is either going to like, we think this is the time to do a really cool craft brewery and brew the beer we want to brew. We're just going to put all of our money into it and we're going to make it work. We're going to like will it to be, you know, successful. Birdsong was more along the lines of like, we want to brew beer that we want to drink and we like need a side hustle and like, you know, maybe this would be a fun hobby. Um, we were just talking to Frank Noka, who actually helped design our logo. And he said like, hey, Chris, do you actually work here now? Or are you just like work here for free and have a real job somewhere else? Right. And uh, I realized that I've actually worked here for pay for five years, which is really neat. So, um so, you know, there's, there's two sides of the coin. Like, yeah, we, now that I know how explosive the Charlotte scene was, maybe I could have gone a little heavier at the beginning, but I don't know if we'd be the same, if we'd have the same feel. And now where I'm at and where we're kind of at, we're thinking like, we don't really need to grow all that much more. Like, we're really happy where we're at. Like, we just need to kind of be able to maintain, maybe there's, you know, certainly grow in our brewing capabilities and grow in like how many friends we have and things like that. But sure. like, sure. Um, we don't need to be that much bigger. You're, right? you're not looking to suddenly, you know, take on an extra hundred thousand gallons a year or something like that. I mean, right. it's, you know, it's, exactly. it's barrels, I guess rather, but it's, it's a, it's a, again, it, the organic growth is nice, you know, and it, it's fun to come here. And I, I know I said this earlier, I love bringing friends here. It's, it's a neat tap room. It's a unique experience. And people love to come back here. It's a great place to come and hang out. I, I just, I, I really enjoy it for one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I come here quite often. Um, we can get back and fact check this. We have like recordings where we do this. But uh, yeah. I, I believe when you guys were moving from your old location to your new location here, mm -hmm. yeah, I said on record this was going to be a fantastic move for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> see, look at there. Oh, look at me, there. I'm the hey, star. Yeah, I was there, man. I was there first. First. First comment. That's also the episode where you said water was wet. Yeah, first comment. But yeah, you're closer to uptown. You get a different clientele, right? So there's a lot more traffic here. In order to get to your old location, you got to pass this location. Mm -hmm. right? and if you were not living in Noda proper, right? Or yeah, University City or something. You probably were actually the first because all of us were terrified. We oh, were wow. Like, I thought it was going to be great. I'm we glad it worked like, out for you. Okay, we need more space. We really like this building. I hope people can find us. <laughs> <laughs> Good I mean, one. The distance is negligible. You're only what half a mile south, or yeah, well, yeah. It maybe it's well, just it's, paranoia, it's easy for us to say this first. is going to be great because we saw it from the eyes of I got nothing to lose. I don't have well, any dollars it, invested. Yeah, because I'm we, not you know mortgaging my future on this. I we mean, came, like, I'm not asking you guys to divulge like you know what you had to do to come here, but this wasn't a, a necessarily a simple move. It was very complex moves so, and like even looking at you know some of the tabletops like I, I mean we came in here that's what I was about to say we came in here what after brew day for Marky Mark and the brunchy brunch I, I think, think so and I mean like that wasn't even built yet the yeah. bar wasn't built you guys yeah. like had he was still working tiny on pilot system back and it wasn't there. like smooth mm -hmm. on the top yeah. it was all the you know like he hadn't sanded it yeah, down and exactly. it was like like even back then I remember 
texting my wife on the way home. I'm like, this place is going to be awesome. Yeah. And it is. And it is like one of the places that I'm proud to bring people and say, this is Charlotte beer. Enjoy. And then here's another place. Here's Charlotte beer. I mean, like, look, you guys aren't the only game in town. There's that. (laughs) But this is, I mean, this is my preference. I'm a homer. I've said it many times and I'll continue to say it. I don't care. Well, I mean, if he starts so, coughing, you from, don't know what's going on. From a growth standpoint, like you guys have moved into South Carolina and you just recently announced another expansion into that state. So do you feel like you're not going to go much further than that? Do you feel like maybe, you know, from a growth standpoint, what do you, what do you feel like is kind of your cap of, okay, we're, we're spread far enough? Yeah, well, we kind of our unofficial goal is to cover the Carolinas. Um, we're very close to, to doing that. So okay. I think what's left after this most recent expansion in South Carolina is the coast of North Carolina and Wilmington. Okay. Um, so when that happens, I'm not sure yet. Just okay. kind of when it feels right. Yeah. Because I, I, I will never forget, I was in Greenville, I don't know, six months ago or something like that. And I look up and I was at Greenville Beer Exchange and I see your beers on the shelf. And I go, what the hell is this? <laughs> Where did this come from? Wait, how did they get higher ground? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like wait, wait, they wait, get there's higher, higher ground here? No. We've been betrayed. But, you know, I saw like Mexicali Stout and I saw a few others. And, you know, just seeing that kind of organic, uh, organic growth, I think, is awesome. Because, you know, you guys have always been that the, the small place that hasn't pushed out too big for their britches yet, if yeah. you ask me. Because we see it time and time again in the city where, you know, some places push out and we see it in the, the craft beer scene in general where a lot of these breweries overexpand and the next thing you know, what are they doing? They're closing because they can't keep up with their growth. And usually the first harbinger of death is we're canning. Yeah. And we have these cans and it's awesome. And like that works for a while. But if you only rely on your cans and the quality of the beer isn't really there, unless you're cranking out so many different one offs and different varietals like like it's never going to catch hold i always appreciate that you guys still kind of stick to like the flagship model i know that i can come here any given day and i can have a jalapeno pale ale i will have a higher ground uh rewind which is one of my new favorites that's i'm, I'm sure going to be on tap all the time now i love being able to come here and have the beer that i like all the time and then it's like oh what else do you guys have because i've had my higher ground now what Oh hey, it's it's February yeah. or or late January, you know what that means, right? Honey pie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Coming soon. But but I, I appreciate that. Again, I'll continue, and I think all of us will continue until the cows come home, or until you actually do it. Higher ground in cans, like this year. Twenty eighteen is almost over. Like twenty nineteen, <laughs> is that a thing? Are we going to do it in cans? I mean, come on, you can, like, you can tell us. It's okay. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> that's not a no that's not a no it's not <laughs> a no so you're saying there's a chance it's also definitely not a yes it's definitely not a yes <laughs> it's not a no either <laughs> Way to go so, so from a growth standpoint you feel like once you kind of cover both the carolinas you think that's good you you don't really see at least in the foreseeable future trying to push anything beyond just these two states correct right. okay yeah. makes sense yeah. makes sense absolutely yeah. from a like environmental impact is there any other big plans that either of you guys have for this place of you know you're already doing great with water you've got your solar panels what else like photovoltaic windows i mean (laughs) you know crazy stuff like that are you going to just keep pushing that envelope too chris might have some ideas he hasn't told me about you can tell her about the hamster wheel. Like you let people like walk on a hamster wheel in here to yeah, help we, generate energy. Con- Connor has to go back and use the hamster wheel to, br- to <laughs> brew. Oh, I like that idea actually. Um, Green mill. You should really do that. He could use to lose some weight. 
Yeah. <laughs> Connor <laughs> has somehow managed to be a head brewer for a you know, a brewery that produces a lot of beer and gained four pounds in eight years. Yeah. I, I don't believe that. I feel like that's fake news. Yeah. I feel like he's probably lost four I'm pretty sure we yeah. weighed him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have this uh, loose idea that we totally can't afford to do an all-electric delivery fleet, which would be really fun. Mm, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, that is probably several years out, but that'd be pretty neat because it is all kind of in-town short run stuff it's what electric vehicles really are, are good for so yeah it'd be that would be neat cool very neat very cool cool stuff what's uh what's the next thing for you guys then uh, i mean mexicali just came out we'll be talking about that in a little bit saint tuber mm-hmm. uh, uh also as well uh mm-hmm. uh beer beer wise what what's next up on the beer horizon i mean i've already said honey pie so so unless you've got some of that ready <laughs> i'll take it home tonight i'm just you know um, so our anniversary is coming up, um, Ooh, yeah, December right. 8th, and we'll be releasing three cans that day. Higher um, ground. No. And <laughs> Sorry. Um, so the last in our IPA series for the year uh, is called Vital Signs, and Chris will have to talk more about the hops and that. If you want to say it's Azaka, Comet, Cascade. Yeah, it's really just like a session. IPA it's like a yeah. session IPA, yeah. Zaka comment. Okay, Cascade, um, sure. So excited right. about that. And then we're doing a fruited sour called Good Feeling, and it's cranberry and orange going into that. Seasonally appropriate. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yep. And then third, very exciting, an imperial oatmeal raisin porter Ooh. aged in rum barrels. Ooh. So that sounds delicious. It's called yeah. Rich Girl. You may have had Rich Girl before. We've we've it, made it I feel on like small batch system a few times. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. So so that's the beer stuff. When are you putting higher ground? I mean <laughs> <laughs> what what's you know, like like what do you guys as a as a couple the you know a couple of people that are trying to run a brewery and figure out what's next, like obviously you can't tell what's out there and what, what tomorrow's going to bring. I'm sure, especially as a business owner, like I, I distinctly remember, I want to say it was one of our brew days that we brewed with you guys. And like y'all, like Chris was I, like pulling half of his hair out, papers all over the desk. And it was like, it was clear, like to me, that's always stuck with me as the, everybody looks at going and opening a brewery as this like easy thing. And, and, and I always tell people like, there's a business side to it that sucks paying bills and benefits and payroll and all that kind of stuff. Like I saw that on Chris's face. That's always stuck with me, not in a bad way, but I mean, just like as a, a grounding kind of way. And I'm like, you know, like you guys have figured that part of it out, but what, what do you see coming up in the horizon? Like, like, what do you, do you have a, like a goal for 2019, something that you're shooting for something fun, something not fun. <laughs> we haven't thought that far. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing I mean, wrong you with know, that. So sometimes you. I you mean, know. we plan these things out what two weeks in advance at yeah. most. I mean, if maybe that. a month. Twenty nineteen is like six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I at least appreciate the fact that you're speaking of it in weeks and not like brew cycles or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And we've got at least like fifteen more brews until then. And <laughs> exactly. Well, it's you know it again. I appreciate you guys having us in. I mean, this is super awesome. Um, Congrats on the space and just the success. Um, you know, we, we've continued to have a lot of your beer on the show. And yeah. uh, with the exception of Wells, we all really like them. What? Um, <laughs> Excuse me? I'm just selling you out because you're over there like half, you know. Like, yeah, you're like. He's, he's not saying much because I'm taking over everything. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I, I don't want to interrupt your session. That's right. Look, man, I mean, 
when we're you know when we go up to Old Hickory, you can it'll be your turn. Yeah, it's all good. Do um, you really think he wants to talk into a microphone unless he has to look at the, that's the poor man's true. face? That's also true. All right, so so Josh, let's uh, make a really awkward segue into news. All right, um, we, we wanted to talk about uh, yeah, we're really just. Two quick stories. So we've talked, or we know that Six Point has gotten acquired, and then recently Lab has gotten acquired. And they're both by collectives, not necessarily like AB InBev, Miller Coors. So from a brewery perspective, what do you guys see? Do you see that as more of the future of how once basically you run out of capital, you run out of space? Do you think the big guys are done buying places or do you think we've kind of, you know, the wave has slowed a little bit, they're come back and, or do you, you know, in other words, do you see these big conglomerations happening more and more and more as the years go on? Um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I'm definitely not willing to go on record and say that the large multinational brewers aren't going to acquire anyone anymore. Right, right. Um, but you know, InBev's strategy was to acquire just enough breweries to make it confusing for consumers as to what was craft and what wasn't craft, right? That was, yep. I mean, not to pick on any random brewery, but like Golden Road, like they don't care. They're not trying to acquire their brew house or right. any of their recipes or like, they just want that brand so that they can put it on the shelf and basically trick consumers into being confused about what it is. Nailed yep. it. You absolutely nailed that. that. That was about buying a brand that was built in Los Angeles. So my job, I, I go to Los Angeles quite frequently. I watched them grow. I saw the brand grow. And then when they got bought, I was kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they just kind of built the brand for acquisition. So yeah, there's, there's certain brewers, in my opinion now, that open up for the sole purpose of being bought, right? I'm making an investment in a brewery because it's hot and I want somebody to purchase me. Yeah, and... And like we get sometimes we get a little conflicted about this because we get really emotional about the beer or we get attached to it. But like that's an okay thing as an entrepreneur. Like it's not unusual to start a business with the goal of being acquired by another business. It is a business. And I I say that a lot. It's a business first and foremost. You guys are in this to make money. You're not doing this for fun. You have bills to pay, families to support dogs to support <laughs> dogs, yeah, yeah 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 it's yeah. like it's like it is a business first right um yeah. you can love what you do and never sell if that's your goal is to not sell then there's nothing wrong with that but if your goal is to sell there's nothing wrong with that either yeah and i mean so but i do think that the large you know multinational brewers are mostly done with their acquisitions unless it's something that's a really good fit like lagunius okay. heineken like i get that so yeah. you you could possibly find another, you know, I think of that more as a merger. You could possibly find another kind of situation where a really big craft brewery and a really big multinational brewer make sense as business partners. Okay. Um, but I think what's going to be way more common is what you're describing, which I think of as like a roll up. Okay. Like not a fruit roll up. Fruit roll ups are cool and they only last a couple <laughs> seconds. But <laughs> right. um, until they stick to the roof I like of your the tattoo mouth. ones, the ones that tattooed your tongue back in oh, the day. Yeah. Those yeah, were good. That's true. Sometimes they do stick. That does suck. All right. So this but what what artisanal beverage ventures is doing is basically a roll up. Yeah. And um what do they call them now? Candemonium? Yeah, uh, canarchy. Canarchy. Yeah. Oh, I like mine better. Um, yeah, that's actually better. <laughs> uh, trademark, by the way. We, we trademark everything on this show. Yeah, can, candemonium, copyright. Co- copyright 2018, Crapper. Um, <laughs> candemonium. The, uh, 
sorry. So the, so same idea. Like they're going out and they're and so they're doing a little bit of both. Like they're yeah. partnering with breweries that they want to learn stuff from, which yep. is really cool. And they're also acquiring brands that they think have value um, and keeping those as fairly independent brands, at least so far. Right. So I think that both of those things are positive and you, you can get some efficiencies out of operating a bigger company. Okay. Um, now, you know, does it change how you view them as a brewery? Maybe, I don't know. Well, well I, think, I was going to say, so that's kind of my other question, you know, especially with Lab, which which was the well, most recent one. Yeah, I hadn't heard about Lab. So that Lexington actually... Lexington Avenue Brewery, so, for those of you not... Lexington Avenue Brewery in downtown Asheville. Asheville. Downtown yep. Asheville. That actually makes a lot of sense to me that Canarchy would pick them up. Uh, if you've ever been to the Oscar, Oscar Blues facility outside of Asheville, it's a long way outside, outside. of Asheville. Like they have 40, no presence like in downtown Asheville, and this like kind of gives them a presence there now. Well, that makes a lot of say, sense so, to me. So, so just in case not everybody knows, <laughs> so what, they are re, or what they've done is they've renamed Lexington Brewery, and they are now calling it, what is it again? Can- wow. Canarchy Can- Consortium or something. Yeah, really. so in other words, yeah. it's going to be their tap, yeah. their tap room in Asheville for everything. So yeah, they, 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 the brewer get, from Cigar City is going to go run the place, and basically that's going to be their pilot batch test facility yep. for Canarchy. That's kind of cool. Brews, yeah, it's pretty yeah. neat. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense for Asheville. I mean, it's that that's that that, that kind of culture it makes a lot of sense. Um, well, it may make sense. I don't know. I don't know any of the details. This is actually the first I've heard of it, but it may make sense for the lab people. Maybe they're just like, "Hey, that was cool. We ran a brew pub. We had a good time. We brewed beers we liked." You know. Maybe they want to do something else. Yeah. Right? Well, and it, it maybe if it if it offloads the again the, the business side of it, if you will, and lets them just focus on the beer. That's what some people are after. Right. To your point, you know the, the the American dream is you get big and then you know at some point you sell out. Yeah. It, it's. I mean, there's nothing wrong with if that's what you want that. to do with it with it. Absolutely. Because I mean, that's that's kind of the goal, right? I mean, like yeah. you don't like. I know you, you said earlier that you guys got into this because you just wanted to make beer that you like to drink, and that's fine, but at the same time, you also probably wouldn't mind improving your style of life a little bit at some point. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think you. Um, it, it really depends on how you view it, right? So for us, like, a comfortable living is, is cool, right? Like, I'm not particularly interested in being wealthy like i don't right you know i don't have children like i you yeah. know whatever I, i'm not expecting to come rolling up in right. your you know yeah. your, your bentley or something like that right. like i'm not talking like as that but i mean just you know dog gets to eat fancy food like that's we're right good, right so you can live your lifestyle <laughs> and not have to i don't say not have to worry we're all gonna have worries and whatnot but i mean you know it's 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 different i think right but, but from an industry perspective do you you feel like this is going to continue to happen do you feel like at some point some of these brands get so diluted that Oscar Blues is a great example of, you know, now they've got Cigar City and all these other places that they almost become the big guy at some point to a certain extent. Do you see that happening eventually if this continues on to the point where they were 15, 20 companies under some of these umbrellas? I mean, I really think it's it. Uh, it's a fair question. I think it's hard to project. Yeah, I think it, part of it is how much the average beer drinker really perceives that right right? so you know i think going back to artisanal beverage ventures when they opened their taproom brewery in south end Mm -hmm. or loso wherever the dividing line is um, (laughs) touche the uh (laughs) yeah low low lower lower south miso oh sushi sounds good um (laughs) the 
you know, they made a point. It was like victory Southern tier. We have both beers. We have a bunch of them. We have a lot really cool selection and they didn't try to like make their own separate artisanal beverage ventures brand. Right. right. Um, so that's very transparent to the average beer drinker. Like, Hey, you yeah. have two breweries on tap. Like, how is that possible? Oh, we actually, I mean, if anybody explains it, we own both of them. Yeah. We're both. Yeah. Um, and now all three, now yeah. six now point, six three. point, yeah. point which is picture. another acquisition. We talked about lab being, it made sense to me. I think the six point makes sense to me. A Northeast brewer falling under the guise of this ABV, you know, it's just another one, another one in the mix. And, Jeff kept saying sell out. I, I think sell out is kind of a misnomer now because there's people that start breweries that are their end goal is acquisition, right? So they're not selling out. That was their goal. Uh, and everything has a price too. So you, like you say right now that don't necessarily want to sell, but there's a price tag on everything. I'm kind of the capitalist mentality. Like there's always a price tag. If, if somebody, somebody came up and offered stone $2 billion, I bet you, Mr. I will never sell wood. For yes, two? Man. You think for two? Yeah. Really? You don't think they're worth one at There's this point? There's a certain point where money's meaningless, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah true. There, there comes a point. It, it does become know. meaningless. Exactly. Well, and, and I think you can you can sell, go do something else. I mean, we've seen that happen with a lot of these other bigger, like when um, Goose Island got bought, a bunch of the brewers went out and did their own thing, and now they're back into beer, beer. You know, everybody's got that kind of tension point for what makes sense to them and and yeah okay so so maybe sellout has the negative connotation because you guys love punk music too much but you are selling out to a bigger company and again that's not necessarily a bad thing it can be the right thing at the right time like you know we often look at this through a hot take of hey, this is the latest that just sold out. Wow, can you believe that? And we all do the game of, well, I wasn't buying their beer before and I'll never buy it again and blah, blah, blah. But like, we often don't look at you know, the owners. They have a point where whether personal issues or professional issues, like maybe it's time. Yeah. Maybe they were looking to, to, to sell and they wanted, like they no longer had the passion in it. Yeah, and it, which in I, a can, lot of cases, I can totally understand place. that. We've, we've seen, like, if you go back and you look at the, the previous acquisitions of the last couple of years through that lens, you know those breweries that lost their passion. Yeah. You can see it, and we talked about, you know, how the beer just isn't good anymore, and I'm like, that's that, that's a that's a marker. So yeah. uh, the uh, founder or co-founder of Left Hand spoke at the North Carolina Craft Brewers Guild Conference a couple weeks ago. And in the 90s, they acquired a brewery. Um, who, I can't think of it now. It starts with a T. Um, and they were really excited because they were basically going to get one of their recipes that they just absolutely loved. And, and this other brewery basically had run into financial difficulties and had to figure out how are they going to continue and how are they going to survive. Um, and so that was the kind of thing where breweries like teamed up, which is kind of what we're talking about, mm-hmm. um, so that they could both continue and and the beers that they loved could could keep being brewed right um <laughs> so, uh i think that's kind of cool so you so there's some stories like that which are really going to be i guess almost heartwarming where people yeah. are like helping each other out well we always get the so we've kind of had the stance on the show uh is um you know ab and bev bad because of business practices right some of the business practices they do are a little bit shady uh, when it comes to distributors, buying tap handles, pay to play, stuff like that. Um, I think, you know, what we've seen over the past couple of years with these acquisitions is I think there's a, a, a little more tolerance. If you're making good beer 
and you're not doing shady business practices, people are generally okay with it. Um, even if it becomes a bigger bigger entity along the way. But then you also have the people that like, oh, ABM Dev is bad, never going to touch Goose Island, but I like Bourbon, Bourbon County, County, so I'm going to be Bourbon there on Black County Friday Day. and line up for that one. Founders is bad, Canarchy's good. You know, you're going to have personal preferences yeah. along the way on how people judge it. But uh, you know, here on the show, is it, you make good beer, you have good business practices, good company to do business with. It's all a fair game at that point. I mean, honestly, like Six Point is a great example. I constantly buy resin, and I will continue to buy resin. It's not going to stop me with this new purchase. You may be eventually getting it fresh. I don't yeah, know if they exactly. brew it here. I don't know if they'll brew yeah, it here. If, if maybe we'll they see. brew it here. Maybe I'll actually mm. finally get it fresh no, for once. I highly doubt it. Yeah, I no, not going to happen. Yeah, whatever. But I, it, that's not going to stop me. But I wasn't buying most Southern Tier Victory stuff at that point, and it wasn't because the practices just wasn't into the beer. So, you know. I, mean, I don't know. Once I found out that Victory and Southern Tier weren't making beer in Charlotte, but were saying, oh, we're a Charlotte brewery, trying to muddy the waters a little bit. It's like, I'm not going back until I can have some good old-fashioned Charlotte-made Charlotte beer. Weekend, you know, right? it's, like, not a, it's not a yes, but it's not a no. It'll, it'll be this week. It's supposedly, by the time this show airs, they'll have beer four months and 21 days after they started calling themselves a Charlotte brewery. So, you know. But who's keeping count? Yeah. And again, I mean, not you, not you at all. For for a lot of people, they don't care. They want a cool place well, to hang yeah. out. Oh, I'm, and, I'm aware because I put that up on Facebook and started to get torn down. From, what does it even matter to you? Well, like, so, I don't know because so, I don't like being lied so to. So number it's one, cool it's, it's the internet. You're not allowed. So everybody's opinion is supposed to be valued. But the mm-hmm. second you voice an opinion, you're wrong. Yep. Yep. You'll Stop have, liking things I don't like. Exactly. No matter what it is, you're going to have people blowing you up about it. And there are there's a subset of people who flat out don't care which kind of sucks but for those that do care i mean i'm happy i'm i'm happy to keep places like birdsong all to myself although like i bring my friends whenever i can because that's a good thing to do too i mean yeah jeff you're great we we do need a few more customers so, i know yeah. well it is a bit of a haul <laughs> for me so i you know like when i come i usually you know i, I rent out the the big full-size <laughs> extension van that's white paneled and says free candy on it and i pick up some people and we come here and it's all fine but no, I why, mean, do you not, why do you not put alleluia korean church on the back you know you never know you've seen the office you remember the van Tank, yeah no but that like, was a deep cut that's a deep that's a deep cut i so. just watched that episode the other day it was fair clicking enough. with me no Sorry. but I, you know it, it, it's it's this weird thing where we have always recognized that we are the the smallest of the small percent yeah. that is like overpassionate. But I think again that also resonates with where Chris and Tara, where you guys are, because you're here because you're passionate about what you're doing, not because you want to try to be something you're not. And and you know what, what's the, what's the line from Ready Player One? If you're talking about the movie, I don't know. That movie was awful. Start poser knows a poser, right? You know, Wait, time I mean, out, time out. There's a long section in that movie, or at least in the book, where they talk about Rush yes. as the gods of the North. Yes. I think that's completely appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Agreed. <sighs> Getty Lee, gotta love him. Yeah. I was gonna say Rush the band, they suck. Oh, I never out. could get, get out. Get out. Get out. You're done. You're I never done. Could get You're done. Into Rush get out. Either Rush, like their singer sounds like me when I shut my finger in the car door. <laughs> You can sing Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Come on, let's. Yeah, can we go do this right now? Can we test it? And after the break, Wells is going to sing Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, or Spirit of the Radio. I'll like, I'm going to do that, that one too. Either. 
<sighs> All right. So, Terrible. do you guys have any other questions? Any other things you want to, or do you guys have anything else that you want to throw out there before we go take Now's our break? Now's your chance to promote yourself, <laughs> being the big like ostentatious promoters that you are. Right. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your anniversary party coming up. So three cans on tap, yeah. mm-hmm. three cans on top. But Listen. what's the date? What's higher the ground, ground, higher ground, and higher <laughs> ground. <laughs> higher ground cans. I, I told, Con- I tried to sell Connor on this idea a while ago, and just so you know, he did not go for it at all. But I'm like, what you need to do is can a batch of higher ground. Don't label it, but make it for like behind the counter. And somebody says like, I want the special cans, and you give them like a four pack of the special cans, and like nobody says anything, but everybody knows. But you have to be <laughs> here you, to get it. You just it. have to go and very on limited your ear. run. Like a speakeasy. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah it'd right. be awesome. Great. No? no? No. We tried. Oh, she's come. Oh, she's going to come but, uh, tell me. Yeah, well, she's going to. Gonna, oh, look at this. I can't read that from that far away. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, so touche on the music references in your beer names, by the way. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I like it. It's a nice touch. Thanks. Yeah, when yeah. are you going to run out of songs? Cluster right? Shuck, though, feels like a bit of a stretch, right? Like, do I. Am, am I not miss? I'm missing that one, I Cluster think. Cluster Shuck? Uh, I can't yeah, I think that was just we just had. Oh, to use so you're that just name. so you're free and loose with the terms. I get it now. Yeah. So so again, because like how many like officially how many years is the anniversary? Seven years. Seven years. Seven years. What days? Saturday, December eighth. December eighth. Lots of cool stuff on tap. I'm assuming food trucks because you guys almost always have food always trucks out here. Always food trucks. Yes. Um, Lots of live music all day. I will tell you the last time, I, I would say the last time, uh, one of the last times I was here uh, was with a buddy of mine from out of town. We went through a flight of everything, two flights. I was getting a little tipsy, went out to the food truck, and it was, uh, there was like a Pyrenees convention here. Oh, yeah. And I turned around, <laughs> and it's like, there's all of these dogs that look exactly the same, and I had one of those like, wait a second, how drunk am I? <laughs> like kind of moments. Like I was like, am I... Am I high? What has happened here? Why what is a, happening? It's like a Pink Floyd cover or something. Like I don't understand. There's too many dogs. They're all the same. So in our event meeting, I totally signed off on that. And I thought they had said Pekingese. <laughs> so I was just assuming like lots of cute toy dogs would be wandering around the patio. And I was totally wrong. I, don't <laughs> I, I took a breeds. picture. I'll have to show you. It was yeah. the mo- one of the most <laughs> surreal moments I think I've had in the last three or four years. And I don't do drugs. So, so there's that, like, it was just one of those like, wow. moments. Yeah. But, um, so, so there's that, uh, you guys do a, a thing for new year's day, which I think is always fun. Yes. Um, uh, uh pajama party, right? Yeah. Pajama so we do party, a bagel bar, bagel bar, yeah, bloody bagel bar, and then bloody beers with jalapeno, of course, and zing yeah. zang. Yeah. I mean like, so, so just real quick, if you've not ever had jalapeno pale ale, What's wrong with you? Or, or maybe you're from afar. You need to find somebody to trade with. Yeah, perhaps you know, us. Uh, if you've got some stuff local in your town, contact at craftbeercast.com. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely like jalapeno pale ale is one of those I send out to everybody. I never thought about using it as a Bloody Mary. It makes total sense. It'd be great. Ooh, yeah, it does. Right? Actually. Wow. Yeah, it's a good mix. A little bit of spice. Because yeah. I, I always enjoy jalapeno. It's, it's, it's got the flavor without the heat. Right. So it's really nice. Real right. nice. So One bagels. other thing yeah. for the anniversary party, oh, oh, yeah. um, we are doing another glass this Ooh. year. So it's a can-shaped 16-ounce glass. Those are fun. Um, and then the first 100 people in the door get one for free. <gasps> so that's kind of cool. Gasp. Well, I, I was going to say, like, I remember... We're here now. Does that count? <laughs> like, well, I was going to say, I still, to this day have the glass that St. Tuber came in when you guys were in your old place. Number one, that glass is like made of steel or something. I have dropped wow. it umpteen million times, never broke. The logo is still on it. Like, Yeah, they're good glasses for sure. 
holy shit, that glass is amazing. Like, <laughs> we need to make glasses like that that last forever because that thing is. If only it's we, the only beer glass I have had that has lasted this. If long. only we knew a guy that did glassware like Small Batch Glassware. Yeah, I, I know. Right. If only, Mark. if, if only. only, right, Mark? Mark. Right, Mark. Not that he sends us any of his Small Batch Glassware, but. All right. Anything else? Are we ready for break? Let's do a break. Yeah, yeah. sounds All good. Right. All right. We'll be back in thirty. All right, everybody. This is where the show ends for this week. I apologize for the quality of this microphone. I'm just using a uh, built into my laptop. Uh, so just due to scheduling conflicts. A few other things. We had to kind of cut this episode into two halves. So we had our new section here with Tara and Chris, and we do really greatly appreciate them coming on with us. Next week, we'll be up uh, by no by. They will not be joining us for that. However, I do want to go ahead and say that most of us are going to be at Birdsong for their anniversary. And that is coming up here pretty shortly. That is going to be December 8th, which is a Saturday. So if you want to come out and say hey to the crew, come on out and enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday.